but I went back to work, got up on Monday morning, and there it was. Glory hold. Right there in the middle of it. All the way outside to get out of bounds and stop the clock. Excellent job. No one told me what to do. Yeah, and somebody's going to get that gobbler at the end of this game, too. Josh Bynes has been coming all night long, but then he pulls out, and, and it's just hard. It's been a while since he's seen a hole that big. He almost didn't know what to do. Got five inches on him, but it's too much. All right, and we are live in three, two, one. Welcome to the Week 8 NFFL Podcast. I'm live the end of the Ravens Buccaneers game. I just won my bet Ravens plus two and a half Lamar over 40 yards. And I am podcasting 100% solo today. We've got Matt DeFrancisco. His family's throwing up everywhere. Dan's family is also throwing up everywhere. And then Matt Dolan is off on his many wilderness adventures so you've got me for probably the next 30 minutes or so. We'll be running through some NFL news. I just watched the Warriors beat the Miami Heat in San Francisco, which was sweet. Uh, we'll touch on week eight predictions. Spoiler alert. Gritty Up's going to get a W. Matt DeFrancisco said so himself. <clears throat> but let's start with some NFL news. Since I was on the pod, what, two weeks ago? A lot's happened. Our 49ers have acquired Christian freaking McCaffrey, Stanford boy. He's back in the Bay Area. He got his first couple of carries, no touchdowns yet. Um, in week seven, the Niners took the L, unfortunately, and the Carolina Panthers looked unstoppable um, after trading away um, Robbie Anderson, uh, benching. Baker Mayfield. He's now QB2 there. Um, he's been demoted for a former XFL guy in PJ Walker. Uh, fingers crossed he has some good magic with DJ Moore. Uh, I was at the Jets Broncos game last weekend. Uh, I know Jake, JKK, put a little bit of money on that game uh, to go over, uh, as I'm sure you all probably anticipated. The Broncos took another L with Brett Ripien at quarterback. Russell Wilson out with a hamstring injury. I'm sure you've all heard about the news of him spending his entire eight-hour flight from Denver to London for the Week 8 game stretching and doing calisthenics. Um, he was bragging about that this morning. Uh, Broncos are looking to sell the farm. Bradley Chubb. Uh, on the trade block, apparently they got some interest. Maybe Jerry Judy as well. Um, drafted by the Broncos a couple years ago, first round, but hasn't really found the connection with uh, the Broncos quarterbacks. I think it really comes down to quarterback play. Um, all these Alabama wide receivers typically have really good careers, so it's all except for Ruggs. Uh, interesting to see what Judy ends up doing there. Uh, Ladarius Tony traded from the G-Men of New York to the Chiefs. So Patrick Mahomes uh, beat up on the Niners last week. They get another weapon, right? Young wide receiver <clears throat> has kind of played his way out of New York. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think we're, you know, we're a fantasy podcast, a fantasy league. I saw um, Alex picked up Kadarius Tony. I was thinking about it too, but I think there's just so many weapons that 
it's tough to get the ball spread around. And I know I've got, um, what's the name? Edwards Alaire. And I think there's like high upside, but like a really low floor. Um, it works great for Alex's team, but maybe not me. Uh, we talked about Baker Mayfield. And then lastly, Tom Brady. Woes both on and off the field continue. I feel bad for the guy, honestly. It seems like every week, actually every day, his personal life um, is being talked about in the news. It constantly trends on Twitter. Um, I think today there was a, a tweet about Giselle saying that there's an ultimatum, right? Either quit playing football um, and hang out with your family or, you know, stay married. Uh, I don't know. What would you choose? Goat in football? Goat of a wife? I don't know. I don't know. Makes it tough. Right? So quick round down, rundown of the NFL. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let's dive into some week eight matchups. We will start with gritty up versus don't touch down there. Uh, let me go ahead and pull up my phone because Matt and I were texting actually. And he said, let's see, and I quote, oh, man, I'll give you my prediction now. I'm going to lose to Alex, period, by a lot, period. And I sent him a grumpy Tom Brady <laughs> Right now, Alex has a 40.32 lead to Matt DeFrancisco's 3.3. Um, Alex had Lamar Jackson, Gus Edwards, <clears throat> and Ryan Suckup all playing today. Um, really nice start from three players, especially, um, your flex and your kicker. And then on Matt's side, he had Rashad Bateman, zero yards. I feel like he ended up getting hurt as I was watching that game. Yeah, I think he ended up hurt, which is a, a bit of a bummer. Yeah. Aggravated his foot. And then Mark Andrews, 3.3 points, which is a bummer for him. He's typically been one of the best tight ends in the league. Currently the number two tight end. The last two games, he's been hampered by injuries. I think last week was an ankle. <clears throat> this week, it was a shoulder. He actually went out um, of the game with a shoulder injury, kind of landed on it like I broke my collarbone. It's, well, I did that once, but it didn't look like that same mechanic. He was able to walk away and he ended up in uh, street clothes <clears throat> halfway through the game. Uh, mascot Joe Burrow teeing off at quarterback. He put up over 40 points. 42 points last week, three TDs, uh, touchdown on the ground. He's had three touchdowns on the ground the last three weeks total. Um, so this guy's a monster, man. Uh, you don't really think of Burrow as the guy that's uh, always running the ball. Um, but, I mean, gosh, really looking back at his LSU days. He's also got DeFonte Foreman, who I don't believe is actually starting for uh, the Panthers, I think that's going to Chubba Hubbard. Chase Edmonds, Cooper Cup, who's one of the best wide receivers in the league. Uh, currently number three, and he's had a, a couple, actually just one tough game. Well, when you're one of the best wideouts in the league, a tough game with seven receptions, 80 yards, no TDs, a couple carries. Um, but man, there's not a, lot of, uh, not a lot to like here, Matt. I mean, the one thing I will say is you got Tyler Boyd. He's a top 15 wide receiver this year, had a huge game last week, and Jamar Chase is supposed to be on the bench uh, for the next four to six weeks with a hip injury. Um, so I guess that's positive for you. 
Uh, but on Alex's side, he's loaded, man. Saquon Barkley, right, one of the best running backs in the league. Um, it's really been fun to see him turn it around. He's had double-digit points in uh, seven of eight games, excuse me, six of seven games this season. Uh, Raheem Mostert, a top 25 uh, running back for the Dolphins. Um, been really impressive to see him. He's got Justin Jefferson. Adam Thielen, I had him on my team for a bit. Uh, kind of a, a bummer, right? I, this is a guy that had touchdown after touchdown after touchdown not that long ago. And he's only got two on the year. I don't think I start him in either game, uh, either week, to be honest. I had him for six or seven weeks, really thinking he'd, he'd turn into something, but uh, needed to cut bait for, I think, a quarterback last week. Um, Travis Etienne, um, if you guys don't look at Discord, he is on the trade block. Alex is in the, the market for a, a wide receiver one. Uh, but, I, you know, like Matt said, I don't think it's going to be close. Alex is taking this one by at least 25 points. Um, right now he's up 37. I think he ends up winning by 25 plus. It's going to be a blowout. All right. <clears throat> Let's move over to Dirty Bird at five and two versus I'm Not Scared, which is Brooks' team. He's currently three and four. Tommy's off to a little bit of a hot start. Six receptions, 75 yards for Chris Godwin. I believe he actually just acquired him in a trade. Um, yep, he did last week. Um, traded Damian Harris to I'm Not Scared, which was an interesting choice. Um, Damian Harris really hasn't uh, acquired the, the RB1 role in New England. That goes to Stevenson. Uh, but Tommy ended up with a really good wide receiver and he's up seven and a half points to Brooks um, early in the early in the week. Tommy's trotting out Derek Carr, right? Serviceable quarterback, <clears throat> top 20 guy, had a couple good weeks. Quarterback play has been down all year. Um, if you're watching the game today, I think they were showing some stats around. It's the lowest kind of scoring NFL season since 2010 if you can believe that. Um, Tommy's also got Nick Chubb, the number one running back in all of the land, which, you know, I wouldn't have thought so, but looking at his stats, excuse me, he's got three, four, five, six, seven, eight touchdowns in seven weeks. I mean, this guy's on a tear. Um, averages 18.4 points a week. Um, and he's got the Bengals on Monday night football. Uh, which is Halloween, which will be fun. Joe Mixon, uh, he's trotting him out there, top 15 guy. Devontae Adams, top six guy. He's had a really quiet season, it seems like. Um, just compared to what he typically does, right? He's normally a, a top one or two wide receiver. He's also been hurt. He's also pushed a guy. You know, when you go to, when you go to the Raiders, things start to go downhill. Um, Amon Ross St. Brown, a really young guy. Uh, he's been a little bit injured uh, this season. He got off to a really hot start, but has been pretty non-existent, as has the Lions offense ever since um, uh, Swift got hurt, right? So I wonder if they bounce back this week um, against the Dolphins. Uh, Pat Fryermuth, Jamal Williams, another guy who's a top 11 wide receiver, excuse me, running back. Had a really nice stretch the first four or five weeks of the season since Swift's been out since week two, uh, but he's kind of fallen off as the Lions offense has fallen off as well. 
Um, they also have the worst defense statistically in the league. I think it's for the last 50 years or something. Incredible. Um, on the other side, Brooks is trotting out uh, Andy Dalton. Hilarious. Uh, top 30 guy. There's a lot of talk about why Andy Dalton over Jameis Winston. Maybe he's not quite healthy. Uh, Daryl Henderson, right? The the Rams are all over the place. Tyler Algier, the Falcons running back. I mean, sure. I don't really trust anyone in the Falcons organization right now. I even have Kyle Pitts, and he's been a stinker. Um, Tyreek Hill, top four guy. Um, Tyreek Hill, I mean, it's interesting, man. He is top four running back, and all of his points are coming via yards, right? Uh, he's got two touchdowns on the season, two back in week two. But other than that, he's got uh, 94 yards, 33 yards, 160 yards, 50 yards, 177 yards, 72 yards. So the, the targets are there. He has a lot of receptions. This feels like a really great guy in like a PPR league, which we'll be moving to next year, but it's just not the upside that you see for touchdowns. So an average of 13 points a game and his team photo is mugshot like. Yikes. Uh, Chris Olave, uh, top 20 guy, um, started off kind of hot. He's been consistent, averaging about 10 points a game. There's Jerry Judy. He was getting it going against the Jets. Um, he had a nice, couple nice weeks in week one and week four. Cortland Sutton's really the, the cornerstone of the offense there in Denver. Um, I, it's always tough when I'm here by myself. Normally, Dolan has some good points around you know, who he'll take, but I, I'm taking Tommy here. He's currently a 13-point favorite. Um, he's up by seven and a half early. I just think Tommy's team's got more firepower, right? The big difference maker is going to be the wide receivers here. It's Devontae Adams and Amon Ross St. Brown versus Tyreek Hill and Chris Olave, right? Who ends up with more points? I think that's the secret to success here this week. Let's take a look at another giant, giant lead. Um, it is our... Two and five big dig energy against the two and five gallon of Allen. Now I remember back in the day, and this wasn't too long ago, Dan, you were talking a lot of shit, man. You were blowing me up on Discord, telling me how much I suck. How many games have you lost in a row? Let's 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 check. How many have you lost? I think it's a lot. I think it's a lot. I need to pull up my phone to check. I think you've lost like five games in a row. Is that right? Down Allen, you're on a four-game losing streak. Nine percent chance to make the playoffs. Dolan's got a one percent chance. So I guess you're better than him. Uh, but you're in a bad place, man. Two two and five teams. This is the matchup of who's going to the junk. Jake's got a thirty point four point lead. On the back of Tom Brady's 18 points, 325 yards, and a passing touchdown. And then Mike Evans' really nice day of 123 yards. He missed an opportunity to get a touchdown. I believe it was on the first drive. Couldn't get two feet in. Thought he was playing college football. I don't know what to tell you. You look at Jake's team, 
big star power, right? Tom Brady, Najee Harris, Mike Evans, Stephon Diggs, Kareem Hunt, Tony Pollard's actually getting the RB1 start with uh, with uh, that other guy, whatever his name is, Zeke, um, potentially being hurt, right? So I think there's really an opportunity for Jake to have a big week. He's trotting out Michael Carter, who everyone was really pumped about as potentially taking over the number one spot there um, in New York. But as it turns out, they're also getting James Robinson. And James Robinson's the better back, right? Which is the, the disappointing thing for him. Um, let's see here. Holy cow, I didn't even realize college football was on. Let's pull that up here. We've got the Utes, the Utah Utes up 21 to 7 on Washington State. A little Pac-12 after dark action. I know, I think we've got some Utes fans. Maybe everyone hates the Utes. I forget. But they are on FS1, <clears throat> which I should get. And we'll pop that on here and watch some football while we're talking about the game. <clears throat> uh, Najee Harris, man. Top 30 running back. Currently 27. Ah, the Steelers are just so bad. So bad. Michael Carter. Mm. Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs, number one wide receiver in the league. I didn't realize that. 16.9 points. Uh, it's buoyed by his 148 3TD week two game, 32 points. Holy cow. And I believe you got him in the seventh round. That's a great keeper pick. Um, Dallas Goddard. Uh, top eight guy and tight ends, man, all over the place. I've got two of them. Cream Hunt, eh, been a lot of talk about him potentially getting traded. Doesn't really like how he's being used there in Cleveland. I mean, you could talk to Deshaun Watson. He knows how to use what? Okay. Uh, moving along. Uh, Tony Pollard. I think I said he's getting the number one role and he had a nice week last week, 83 yards, couple receptions getting involved in the game. Now, looking at the gallon of Allen, five-point favorite trotting out Mr. Josh Allen, the number one quarterback in the league, drafted third round overall. This dude is a touchdown machine. Three, seven, nine, ten. Am I counting right? 17 touchdowns through the air and two on the ground. Averaging 31.7 points a game. I mean, whew, tough to beat that. Jonathan Taylor. Man, this was the guy that was going first overall. First overall. First overall. Sixth overall. First round. He had one awesome game week one. And it's been a snooze fest since then. 6.3, 9.1, 2.3, 2.3. Goose eggs injury 8.5. I mean, I think the Colts just can't get it going. They're starting a new quarterback this week. Um, and that guy is Sam Ellinger, Texas guy. If you remember him, hook him upside down, hook him. Uh, Damian Pierce, Houston running back. There was a ton of hype around this guy. Top 15 running back, seventh round. I mean, you could certainly do worse. He's probably playing. I mean, he is playing better than Jonathan Taylor. CD Lamb, top 20 guy. Alec Pierce. Oh, 
That guy looks kind of like uh, what's his name? Um, Zach Wilson. Did he go to BYU? Wait, I think he did. All right, quick quick search. Alex Alex Pierce. Is this the guy that stole that other? Is this the guy that stole Zach Wilson's girlfriend? Alec Pierce, where'd you go to school? Cincinnati, definitely wrong. All right, good to know. Dalton Schultz, been ailed by injuries. He's a top, what are you doing? A top, what are you doing? Terry McLaurin, plagued by bad quarterback play. He's had a couple good weeks, top 25 guy. Miles Sanders, top 15 guy, man. As you go through it, you can really tell why both teams are uh, two and five. Now, all of that said, all of that said, I think this is the, the week Jake gets in the W column. Three and five, baby. As long as Josh Allen doesn't put up 40 points, Jake's getting the W. I'm giving this one to Big Dig Energy, Jake Wolf. You're going to three and five, my guy. All right, our fourth matchup of the week. We've got Heroes Work Here versus Football Son. Damn. What is this little picture you've got? Oh, wow. Little Eagles cheerleader girl. Okay, I see you, Gabe. I see you. You are currently down 3.8 points to Derek's 4-3 and three Heroes Work Here. All right. As Cameron Ward of the Cougars get it into the end zone 21-13 beginning of the fourth quarter Leonard Fournette 24 yards and a rushing TD put up 11.8 points he is going with the very interesting decision to not put in a defense or special team this week I hope that works out for you uh he's trotting out Daniel Jones top 10 uh quarterback actually been really really solid um you know but well as i'm looking at it everything's double digits which hopefully that's the case but he's had a nice run the last two weeks against the the ravens and the jags he's got aaron jones top 10 running back um really having a tough season man josh jacobs contract year i believe they decided not to pick up his option at the beginning of the season top four running back gosh his last four games he's been on a tear three four five six touchdowns over 143 yards in all three games unbelievable absolutely unbelievable 30 25 33 points incredible you've got gabe davis top 15 guy, Devontae Smith, top 30 guy. I'm actually really surprised he hasn't gotten more involved with the the Eagles um, offense. Uh, George Kittle, top 15 guy. I mean, this is someone that we thought would be a, a top two or three tight end every year, right? I almost picked him up, but it's just one of those things like started hurt, missed two games, He's been pretty non-existent, honestly, for three weeks. And then he kind of turned it on against the Falcons for 83 yards, 98 yards, and a TD the next week against the Chiefs. 
uh, he's easily one of the best actual tight ends in the league, but is he a really good fantasy tight end? I mean, I think we all know the answer there. Um, looking at Gabe, football son, uh, Jalen Hurts. I was targeting this guy in the draft, number five overall. Um, he's got TDs all over the place. He has one, four, five, six touchdowns through the air. He's actually got more on the ground, two, three, four, five, six. I was wrong on that. He has exactly six and six. Um, yeah, I mean, he is looking really, really good. Um, it's been fun to see him, and I know Gabe's got a little money on the Eagles going undefeated. What? Uh, Kenneth Walker. This was a great pickup. He had an awesome three weeks since uh, he took over the number one spot there, drafted in the ninth round. Derrick Henry in a trade with um, Matt Dolan, top five. Uh, this guy's a, a machine, man. One, two, three, four, five TDs. Last three games over 100 yard rushing. Um, he acquired him in a trade with Dolan. Dolan traded Derrick Henry, Allen Robinson for Jalen Waddle and Dalvin Cook. <clears throat> uh, Allen Robinson, man, he's been a stinker. He's really been bad. Uh, but Gabe's also got A.J. Brown, top 15 wideout, Amari Cooper, top 15 wideout, Taysom Hill, the number three tight end. Uh, dude makes no sense. 14 points, one point, no points, eight points, 35 points, four points, nine points. I mean, you're guaranteed like, you know, 40 yards, 50 yards rushing or a touchdown gets you like five, six, seven, eight, nine points kind of on the low end. And then you've always got the opportunity for him to like throw, catch or rush for a touchdown. <laughs> what a cheat code. He's also got Christian McCaffrey, top seven uh, running back. It's going to be interesting to see how he's used um, in San Francisco, right? He's now the number one running back. Obviously I have Elijah Mitchell thought he'd be the number one running back coming back. I wonder if they split carries or if they break McCaffrey out and like use him in a bunch of different sets. I hope so. As a, as a Niners fan, I think that would be a really good use of his talent. Um, but he had 38 yards uh, rushing 24 yards receiving. So about, what is that? 60 yards, 62, if I can count. Uh, yeah, that makes sense for 6.2 points. <clears throat> um, in game one, I look forward to seeing that bump up David Montgomery top 30 guy. <sighs> He's a really, really talented running back. There's a lot of talk about Herbert getting more touches as well, which doesn't bode well for Montgomery and the bears kind of stink. So tough to know. And then we've got the Eagles defense, which is actually an elite defense this year up against the uh, Steelers. I think this one's easy. The W is going to Gabe. W is going to Gabe. Gabe's going to win this one and it's not going to be as close um, I didn't realize he's got eight points and Justin Tucker missed a field goal. Holy cow. That's unheard of. Uh, down three points, but Gabe's going to win this one by double digits. All right. We've got one more 
matchup to talk about. The one you've all been waiting for. This is the greatest show on paper, led by myself for four and three on a terror versus Matt Dolan's one and six armchair quarterbacks or quarterback, excuse me. I think you should spend a little bit more time out of your chair reading the defenses, Dolan. All right. Well, let's dive into it. You've got Tua, Tagovailoa. Tagovailoa? It's also related. I feel like that's how you say it. Tua? I think that's right. Top 22 quarterback was almost dead just three weeks ago. Came back, put up 261 and a touchdown. Also ran around a little bit, got 15 yards on the ground. I really like his matchup this week um, against the Lions. Like we talked about earlier, terrible defense. Alvin Kamara. Now, this is a a first-round talent. Tenth overall, 103 yards, 99 yards, 49 yards. I mean, 23 carries, 19 carries, 11 carries. Like, the touches are there. The targets are there. He's got almost a hundred on the ground, 30 on the ground, 60 on the ground. Like he's getting receptions too. This would be awesome in a PPR league, but he has no touchdowns. He has zero touchdowns. I warned you about this, Dolan. Taysom Hill takes all your touchdowns, man. It's the worst. It's the worst. It's really the worst. You got Dalvin cook top 17 guy. You've also trotting out waddle. So it's interesting. Waddle's a top seven guy. You got a top seven guy and a top 20 guy, and you gave up a top five guy and a top 60 guy, right? Trade feels kind of even, if I'm being honest. I just think that you always get more touches as a running back, and that's just really tough value to give up. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, first game back, 103 yards, looked really, really good. Um, 14 targets, 10 receptions for 10 points. Nice little pickup in the eighth round. Uh, Darren Waller, you're trotting out there. He's been often injured. Uh, I don't even, did he even get the ball? Huh. That'll be interesting if he even suits up. T Higgins. Now this is one of those guys that's going to have a massive next four or five weeks, which really bows well for you with Jamar Chase being hurt, right? So obviously you don't want to root for injuries, but I think that's a positive for you here. And then you've got the Falcons against the the Panthers, which I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, It's interesting. You've got Kyler Murray on the bench, top six QB. Looks like you're playing the matchup here. Risky. Uh, You've got the Niners defense, top three in the league. You're going to bench him, huh? Hmm. All right. All right. You do you. On my side, I'm trying now Kirk Cousins. I love this matchup with the Cardinals. It's going to be a high-scoring affair. He's a top 15 quarterback. I have not had good luck with quarterbacks all season. I've got him, Russell Wilson, who is supposed to be the MVP of fantasy, which is hilarious at this point. <clears throat> we just paid him $240 million. And Trevor Lawrence. I just rotate between those three. DeAndre Swift is going to be back, which I'm super pumped about. He's taken over the number one spot. Um, he's still an elite talent, right? He's a top 40 guy. He had two phenomenal weeks um, with two touchdowns. 
uh, 100 yards each week, actually 170 yards in week one against the Eagles. Um, and then he got hurt, right? Ramondre Stevenson, top 10 running back. I knew this guy. I had him on my draft board. Draft, draft him in the 11th round. Like that is some great, great value. And if this was any other year, I didn't have Austin Eckler of Tommy. Tommy Bird fleeced me. Ramondre Stevenson would be a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, keeper for next year. But I'm, after, I'm definitely going with Austin Eckler, and I'm probably getting an Eckler jersey just so we're on the same page. Cortland Sutton, top 30 guy. The only one that uh, Russ Wilson seems to trust. The last couple of weeks has been a bit tough, uh, but I'm hoping he gets back on track in London. Christian Kirk, top 10 guy. This was the guy everyone was laughing at, making fun of. Got you know a $60 million contract, rewrote the entire uh, contracts for, for wide receivers, but it turned out well, right? He's really, really consistent. Try, Trevor Lawrence loves him. Um, Tyler Higby, uh, you know, he's a tight end, man. He sucks. DJ Moore, he had, uh, what's his face thrown to him for the last six weeks? He sucked too. And then PJ Walker starts playing 69 yards and a touchdown. So he's getting the start this week. And then Brian Robinson, the comeback player of the year, which you cannot get as a rookie, um, but it's just incredible. Shot four times in the leg. Um, he gets a ton of ton of reps. Um, he's had a great, great three weeks back, um, and I'm pumped to see him continue to go. Right now, I am a, what is that? I can't count, 20-point underdog to Dolan. I've got Austin Eckler out, which is tough. Um, Clyde Edwards layer on a bye, which I don't know if that would really flip the cards. Um, but I think this is my week, man. I'm going to keep going on the up. Dawn is continuing to go down, down, down into the basement. Uh, and he's going to be in sole possession of 10th place, um, after this week. So suck on that Dawn. I miss you, man. I wish you were here to talk a little bit of shit, but, uh, I think I've got your number this week, even though ESPN and IBM don't think so. So to recap, gritty up over don't touch down there. Dirty bird versus I'm not scared. Big dig energy over gallon of Allen. Football song over hair heroes work here. And lastly, the greatest show on paper over Matt Dolan's armchair quarterback. Boys, I hope you enjoyed this abbreviated podcast. My voice is parched. Or my throat is parched. My voice is dead. I hope you all enjoyed it. I look forward to seeing you all back week nine on the pod, hopefully with a guest. Let's go buffs. Welcome back to Jake's Kicking Corner. Two hot takes this week. One, Nick Folk, you're still a pocho. I cannot get on your bandwagon. My pick of the week is Mr. Greg Zerlein. This guy is a veteran playing on the Jets, and they're facing off a pretty stout, vibrant, young uh, New England defense. And they've been holding some teams to some low points. So I see... The Jets, without their amazing running back, 
whom I traded for, Brees Hall, they're not going to get as far scoring touchdowns. So, therefore, it's field goal week this week. And uh, Greg Zerlin, you better come through because I'm putting my money on you. Ten points, can you pull that off? That'd be great, thanks. And who else? Coming back to... Uh, I'm going to follow this guy all season long. Cade York, Cleveland Browns. Last week, they're in. They're facing off against Baltimore. It's coming down to the wire. Jacoby Brissett's trying to make a comeback, doing his thing. They get down there. They're in range. Cade York goes for the field goal, and bing, off the uprights. It's just, he can't, I don't know, this guy can't do it under pressure. He nails a game winner week one and everyone thinks he's the best and then all of a sudden he's missing some PATs, he's missing some potential tires and a game winner. Cade York, you are on the chopping block, my friend. The Browns put money to draft you and I don't think you're making your value. Your kicks got to be high. They got to be deep. Because I don't think you should be kicking at all. Oh, snap. So, there you have it from Jake's Kicking Corner. Two, three hot takes for this week. And I will say the matchup of the week in our league for kicking. Uh, This one comes down to... um, Uh, how many um, field goals Tommy Bird's going to get with my kicker that I gave him, Dan Carlson, facing off against Bill Maher of the Cowboys. And I think he's just going to dominate this week. Dan Carlson is the man, and that's who's who's on the roster, kicker of the week as well. There you have it, folks. Okay, bye.